Welcome to the Study His Word podcast, brought to you by Fear and the Faith, where we read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. The Bible is full of great wisdom and stories that we can use to better our Christ-like walk every day. Join us on our mission to get one million people to read the Bible cover to cover. Visit studyhisword.com for more info, resources we have available, upcoming projects, and events. So Leviticus 20, the Lord said to Moses, say to the Israelites, any Israelite or any foreigner residing in Israel who sacrifices any of his children to Melech is to be put to death. The members of the community are to stone him. I myself will set my face against him and will be cut off and will cut him off from his people. For by sacrificing his children to Melech, he has defiled my sanctuary and profaned my holy name. If the members of this community close their eyes when, when that man sacrifices one of his children to Melech, and if they fail to put him to death, I myself will set my face against him and his family and will cut them off from their people together with all who follow him in prostituting themselves to Melech. I will set my face against anyone who turns to mediums and spiritists to prostitute themselves by following them, and I will cut themselves off and I will cut them off from their people. Consecrate yourselves and be holy, because I, the Lord your God, I am the Lord your God. Keep my decrees and follow them. I am the Lord who makes you holy. Anyone who curses their father or mother is to be put to death, because they have cursed their father or mother. Their blood will be on their own head. If a man commits adultery with another man's wife, with the wife of his neighbour, both the adulterer and the adulteress are to be put to death. If a man has sexual relations with his father's wife, he has dishonoured his father. Both the man and the woman are to be put to death. Their blood will be on their own heads. If a man has sexual relations with his daughter-in-law, both of them are to be put to death. What they, are do what they have done is a perversion. Their blood will be on their own heads. If a man has sexual relations with a man as one does with a woman, both of them have done what is detestable. They are to be put to death. Their blood will be on their own heads. If a man marries both a, both a woman and her mother, it is wicked. Both he and they must be burned in the fire so that no wickedness will be amongst you. If a man has sexual relations with an animal, he is to be put to death and you must kill the animal. If a woman approaches an animal to have sexual relations with it, kill both the woman and the animal. They are both to be put to death. Their blood will be on their own heads. If a man marries his sister, the daughter of either his father or his mother, and they have sexual relations, it is a disgrace. They are to be publicly removed from their people. He has dishonored his sister and will be held responsible. If a man has sexual relations with a woman during her period, he has exposed the source of her flow and she has also un uncovered it. Both of them are to be cut off from their people. Do not have sexual relations with, with the sister of either your mother or your father, for that would dishonour a close relative. Both of you will be held responsible. If a man has sexual relations with his aunt, 
he has dishonoured his uncle. They will both be held responsible and they will die childless. If a man marries his brother's wife, it is an act of impurity. He has dishonoured his brother and they will be childless. Keep my decrees and the laws and follow them so that the land where I'm bringing you to to live may not vomit you out. You must not live according to the customs of the nations I am going to drive out before you. Because they did all these things, I abhorred them. But I said to you, you will possess their land. I will give it to you as an inheritance, a land flowing with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God who has set you apart from the nations. You must therefore make a distinction between clean and unclean animals and between unclean and clean birds. Do not defile yourselves by any animal or bird or anything that moves along the ground. Those that I have set apart as unclean for you. You are to be holy to me because I, the Lord, am holy and I have set you apart from the nations to be my own. A man or woman who is a medium or spiritist among you must be put to death. You are to stone them. Their blood will be on their own heads. Leviticus 21. These are the rules for the priests. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the priests, the son of Aaron, and say to them, a priest must, must not make himself ceremonially unclean for any of his people who die, except for a close relative such as his mother or father, his son or daughter, his brother or an unmarried sister who is dependent on him since she has no husband. For her he may make himself unclean. He must not make himself unclean for people related to him by marriage and so defile himself. Priests must not shave their heads or shave off the edges of their beards or cut their bodies. They must be holy to their God and they must not profane the name of their God because they present the food offerings to the Lord. The food of their God, they are to be holy. They must not marry women defiled by prostitution or divorce from their husbands because priests are holy to their God. Regard them as holy because they offer up the food of your God. Consider them holy, because I, the Lord, am holy. I who make you holy. If a priest's daughter defiles herself by becoming a prostitute, she disgraces her father. She must be burned in the fire. The high priest, the one amongst his brothers who has the anointing oil poured on his head and who has been ordained to wear the priestly garments, must not let his hair become unkempt or tear his clothes. He must not enter into a place where there is a dead body. He must not make himself unclean, even for his father or mother, nor leave the sanctuary of his God or desecrate it, because he has been dedicated by the anointing oil of his God. I am the Lord. The woman he marries must be a virgin. He must not marry a widow, a divorced woman, or a woman defiled by prostitution, but only a virgin from his own people, so that he will not defile his offspring amongst his people. I am the Lord who makes him holy. The Lord said to Moses, say to Aaron, 
for the generations to come, none of your descendants who has a defect may come near to offer the food of his God. No man who has any defect may come near. No man who is blind or lame or disfigured or deformed. No man with a crippled foot or hand or who is a hunchback or a dwarf or who has any eye defect or who has any festering or running sores or damaged testicles. No descendant of Aaron, the priest, who has any defect is to come near to present the food offerings to the Lord. He has a, he has a defect. He must not come near to offer the food of his God. He may eat the most holy food of his God as well as the holy food. Yet because of his defect, he must not go near the curtain or approach the altar and so desecrate my sanctuary. I am the Lord who makes them holy. So Moses told this to Aaron and his sons and to all of the Israelites. Leviticus 22. The Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons to treat with respect the sacred offerings in the Israelite, the Israelites consecrate to me, so they will not profane my holy name. I am the Lord. Say to them, for the generations to come, if any of your descendants is ceremonially unclean and yet comes near the sacred offerings that the Israelites consecrate to the Lord, that person must be cut off from my presence. I am the Lord. If a descendant of Aaron has a defiling skin disease or a bodily discharge, he may not eat the sacred offerings until he is cleansed. He will also be unclean if he touches something defiled by a corpse or by anyone who has an emission of semen, or if he touches any crawling thing that makes him unclean, or any person who makes him unclean, whatever the uncleanness may be. The one who touches any such thing will be unclean until evening. He must not eat of any of the sacred offerings unless he has bathed himself with water. When the sun goes down, he will be clean. And after that, he may eat the sacred offerings, for they are his food. He must not eat anything found dead or torn by wild animals and so become unclean through it. I am the Lord. The priests are to perform my service in such a way that they do not become guilty and die for treating it with contempt. I am the Lord who makes them holy. No one outside a priest's family may eat the sacred offering, nor may the guest of a priest or his hired worker eat it. But if a priest buys a slave with money or if slaves are born in his household, they may eat his food. If a priest's daughter marries anyone other than a priest, she may not eat of any of the sacred contributions. But if a, if a priest's daughter becomes a widow or is divorced yet has no children and she returns to live in her father's household as in her youth, she may eat her father's food. No unauthorised person, however, may eat it. Anyone who eats a sacred offering by mistake must make restitution to the priest for the offering and add a fifth of the value to it. The priest must not desecrate the sacred offerings by that the Israelites present to the Lord by allowing them to eat the sacred offerings and so bring upon them the guilt requiring payment. I am the Lord who makes them holy. The Lord said to Moses, speak to Aaron, 
and his sons and to all the Israelites and say to them, if any of you, whether an Israelite or a foreigner residing in Israel, presents a gift for a burnt offering to the Lord, either to fulfill a vow or as a free will offering, you must present a male without defect from the cattle, sheep or goats, in order that it might be accepted on your behalf. Do not bring anything in with a defect because it will not be accepted on your behalf. When anyone brings from the herd or flock a fellowship offering to the Lord to fulfill a special vow or a free will offering, it must be without defect or blemish to be acceptable. Do not offer to the Lord the blind, the injured or the maimed or anything with warts or festering or running sores. Do not place any of these on the altar as a food offering presented to the Lord. You may, however, present as a free will offering an ox or a sheep that is deformed or stunted, but it will not be accepted in fulfillment of a vow. You must not offer to the Lord an animal whose testicles are bruised, crushed, torn or cut. You must not do this in your own land and you must not accept such animals from the hand of a foreigner and offer them as food of your God. They will not be accepted on your behalf because they are deformed and have defects. The Lord said to Moses, when a calf, a lamb or a goat is born, it is to re remain with its mother for seven days. From the eighth day on, it will be acceptable as a food offering presented to the Lord. Do not slaughter a cow or a sheep and its young on the same day. When you sacrifice a thank offering to the Lord, sacrifice it in such a way that it will be accepted on your behalf. It must be eaten that same day, leave none of it until morning. I am the Lord. Keep my commands and follow them. I am the Lord. Do not profane my holy name, for I must be acknowledged as holy by the Israelites. I am the Lord who made you holy and who brought you out of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord. Leviticus 23. The Lord said to Moses, speak to the Israelites and say to them, these are my appointed festivals the appointed festivals of the Lord, which you are to proclaim as sacred assemblies. There are six days when you may work, but the seventh day is a day of Sabbath rest, a day of sacred assembly. You are not to do any work. Wherever you live, it is a Sabbath to the Lord. These are the Lord's appointed festivals, the sacred assemblies that you are to proclaim at their appointed times. The Lord's Passover begins at twilight on the 14th day of the first month of on the 15th day of that the, the month of the Lord's festival of unleavened bread begins. For seven days you must eat bread made without yeast. On the first day hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. For seven days present a food offering to the Lord and on the seventh day hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. The Lord said to Moses, speak to, speak to the Israelites and say to them, when you enter the land, I am going to give you and I'm, I'm going to give to you and you reap its harvest. Bring to the priest a sheaf of the first grain you harvest. He is to wave the sheaf before the Lord, so it will be accepted on your behalf. 
the priest is to wave it on the day after the Sabbath. On the day you wave the sheaf, you must sacrifice as a burnt offering to the Lord, a lamb, a year old without defect, together with its grain offering of two tenths of an ephah, of the finest flour mixed with olive oil, a food offering presented to the Lord, a pleasing aroma, and its drink offering of a quarter of a hin of wine. You must not eat any bread or roasted or new grain until the very day you bring this offering to your God. This is to be a lasting ordinance for the generations to come wherever you live. From the day after the Sabbath, the day you brought the sheaf of the wave offering, count off seven full weeks. Count off 50 days until the day after the seventh Sabbath and then present an offering of new grain for the Lord. From wherever you live, bring two loaves made of two tenths of an ephah of the finest flour, baked with yeast as a wave offering of first fruits to the Lord. Present with this, present with this bread seven male lambs, each a year old and without defect, one young bull and two rams. They will be given, they will be a burnt offering to the Lord, together with their grain offerings and drink offerings, a food offering, and a room of pleasing to the Lord. Then sacrifice one male goat for a sin offering, and two lambs, each a year old, for a fellowship offering. The priest is to wave the lambs before the Lord as a wave offering, together with the bread of the first fruits. They are a sacred offering to the Lord for the priest. On that same day, you are to proclaim a sacred assembly and do no regular work. This is to be a lasting ordinance for the generations to come wherever you live. When you reap the harvest of your land, do not reap the very edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. Leave them for the poor and the foreigner residing amongst you. I am the Lord your God. The Lord said to Moses, say to the Israelites, on the first day of the seventh month, you are to have a day of Sabbath rest, a sacred assembly commemorated with trumpet blasts. Do no regular work, but present an offering, a food offering to the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, the tenth day of this seventh month is the day of atonement. Hold a sacred assembly and deny yourselves and present a food offering to the Lord. Do not do any work on that day, because it is a day of atonement. When atonement is made for you before the Lord your God, those who do not deny themselves on that day must be cut off from their people. I will destroy from among their people anyone who does any work on that day. You shall do no work at all. This is to be a lasting ordinance for the generations to come, wherever you live. It is a day of Sabbath rest for you and you must deny yourselves. From the evening of the ninth day of the month until the following evening, you are to observe your Sabbath. The Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, on the fifteenth day of the seventh month, the Lord's festival of tabernacles begins and it lasts for seven days. The first day is a sacred assembly. Do no regular work for seven days. Present food offerings to the Lord and on the eighth day, hold a sacred assembly and present a food offering to the Lord. 
It is the special closing assembly, do no regular work. These are the Lord's appointed festivals, which you are to proclaim as sacred assemblies for bringing food offerings to the Lord, the burnt offerings and grain offerings, sacrifices and drink offerings required for each day. These offerings are addition to those for the Lord's Sabbaths. And in addition to your gifts and whatever you have vowed and all free will offerings you give to the Lord. So beginning with the 15th day of the seventh month after you have gathered the crops of the land, celebrate the festival to the Lord for seven days. The first day is a day of Sabbath rest and the eighth day is also a day of Sabbath rest. On the first day, you are to take branches from luxuriant trees, from palms, willows and other leafy trees and rejoice before the Lord your God for seven days. Celebrate this as a festival to the Lord for seven days each year. This is to be a lasting ordinance for the generations to come. Celebrate it in the seventh month. Live in temporary shelters for seven days. All native born Israelites are to live in such shelters. So your descendants will know that I have the Israelites live in temporary shelters when I brought them out of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. So Moses appointed, announced the Israelites the appointed festivals of the Lord. That concludes our reading for the day. Thanks for taking a little bit of your day to listen to the word. We hope today's message really spoke to you. Remember, you can find more resources, connect with us, or sign up to get weekly readings on our website, studyhisword.com. Until next time, God bless you, and may his light shine upon you.